baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. And in retrospect, we probably should have gone with a Navy song for this. But, you know, the sentiment is still good. In recent television interviews, Ukrainian President Zelensky was asked whether Putin would deploy chemical or tactical nuclear weapons to further his military goals in Ukraine. He answered, quote, not only here, but all over the world. Well, clearly he was right because a week later, Zelensky's prediction appeared to be coming true as Russia test launched a what they defined as unstoppable nuclear missile dubbed the Satan II, with President Putin yet again threatening the potential for nuclear war. Joining us now to discuss what this means for us is Dr. Harlan Ullman. He is a best-selling author, U.S. Navy veteran and swift boat skipper in Vietnam, who carried out over 150 combat missions and later commanded a destroyer in the Persian Gulf. He's advised hundreds of heads of government and industry. Dr. Ullman, thank you for joining us this evening. John, pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Doc, let me ask you this. The the, the SARMAC ICBM, this... Uh, Satan 2, as they've dubbed it, was launched last Wednesday in northern Russia with its practice warheads reaching mock targets more than 3,500 miles away. Putin, who has repeatedly threatened to use his nuclear arsenal since invading Ukraine, said the test should provide, quote, food for thought for the West. What do you think he meant by that? I mean, it's a pretty, it's not even a veiled threat. That's pretty much a threat, isn't it? Uh, I would not be overly concerned by Satan too. Reason is simple. Uh, the United States and its British and French allies possess about 6,000 nuclear and thermonuclear warheads. So your listeners understand a thermonuclear weapon is a thousand times more powerful than a nuclear weapon. 
And so having an additional missile, even with several warheads, makes no difference because, quite frankly, if there were to be a nuclear war with intercontinental missiles and, and, and bombers and cruise missiles, they would get through. And it doesn't take too many thermonuclear weapons to make a real mess of the day. So Putin is using this as propaganda. He's using this to try and shock and awe the West. And he's certainly not going to get away with it. But quite frankly, in Washington, D.C. right now, people are concerned about Putin possibly using nuclear weapons. If Russia even considers using a nuclear weapon in Ukraine, the United States and NATO should make this clear that we will have an overwhelming immediate response confined to Ukraine with air and missile attacks that will destroy all your logistics and command and control and take apart a good number of your military to make sure that the offensive is crippled. And we have the ability to do that, which we do. It seems to me that is the best prevention right now to foreclose on Putin even considering the use of nuclear weapons. But Putin is being risky right now by saying, I could bomb you which is not only irresponsible, it's ludicrous. I'm glad to hear you say that, Doc. But, I, I mean, I know even, even this week, Zelensky again warned his people that sure. nuclear weapons could be used. He urged air raid shelters and anti-radiation medicines to be yep. readied. Uh, even CIA Director William Burns last week said that a desperate Putin seeing his foes suffer heavy losses at the hands of Ukraine may resort to using nuclear chemical weapons all of this, I mean, it just it goes back to the days of the the Cold War and mutually assured destruction. I'm just are are you sure that Putin still believes in mutually assured destruction? Of course he does. But the point here is that actually Burns chosen his chose his words a little bit more carefully and said that we are watching this uh, very very closely and we have no signs that Russia has taken any okay. stand which would suggest the using a weapon. But having said that, look. Uh, I'm also the creator of shock and awe, which was badly misused and defined. But Putin is using shock and awe to try to uh, spook us, uh, cutting off gas supplies, for example, to Poland and Bulgaria is, an ex is a further uh, illustration. And one of the reasons he may be doing that with Bulgaria is that if Sweden and Finland decide that they want to join NATO, that requires all 30 NATO votes uh, NATO members to vote in the affirmative. And Putin could say, look, if you want your gas back, Bulgaria or some other country, uh, don't allow Sweden and Finland in. So these are all pressure tactics. They're political. Putin has been very good at them. And I'm afraid on our side, and I mean the West, we've been too self-deterrent. That's I true. I would not have taken out the, off the table uh, any options. I would not have said anything about deploying American forces. And I certainly would not have said anything about starting World War III. But that's done. I understand why the White House did that, uh, because they were concerned about this getting out of hand. They want to be cautious and they want to be responsible. But having said that, my response is that we will, in essence, destroy your military in Ukraine. That's the threat that we need to counter any idea of using nuclear weapons. This is my way to prevent they're even considering that option. So let me ask you this, Doc. Obviously, we we need to support as best we can, but at the same time, there seems sure. to be little to no support for us to engage U.S. troops. I know the folks I've heard from do not support U.S. military involvement at all. 
In fact, I'm even yeah. hearing some pushback about the amount of money, the taxpayer money that's going to this. I mean, just here in the last two weeks, the Biden administration has committed another $30 billion to help Ukraine. Yeah. It's like, at what point do we say enough is enough? The taxpayers are footing the bill. Well, I, I agree with you there. And one of the things we should be doing, and we're starting, uh, there's an awful lot of money from Russian oligarchs. Take that and send it to Ukraine. There you go. Great That's idea. It's going to be a hefty figure. We're starting to do that, but I want to do more of that. We're, um, we're talking with Dr. Harlan Ellison. Doc, Biden has stated his goal is to enable Ukraine to, quote unquote, win. But, I mean, what does winning yeah. mean? What does it mean for Ukraine? What does it mean for Russia and, and NATO? Yeah. And, and conversely, what does losing mean for all sides in this? Well, you must have read my column for today because that's exactly what I pose. And I said, look, NATO needs to have a series of options for future strategies. We don't have a strategy now because it's too early. We have a plan. But what happens if and what does winning mean? Is this going to be rather like World War I with fixed trench warfare that went on for nearly four years? Is one side going to be able to hurt the other side militarily? My view is that the best outcome is that the Ukrainians so bloody the Russians that Putin says, OK, I'm going to declare victory. Remember, the winners are able to write history right. and say, I will take the land that I can get and I'm going to go home. And I'm, this is a great victory. We've destroyed any threat from Ukraine simply because we've destroyed the country. That, to me, is probably the best outcome right now. And in Russia, the Russian people are going to be badly hurt. The economic sanctions are going to do huge damage to the Russian economy and the average Russian that will probably build into huge resentment against the United States. They will have absolutely no effect on Putin and the senior leadership, unfortunately. And we remember what happened. I mean, we, it was the consequences of World War One that led us in part to World Absolutely. War II. So it's one thing we have Absolutely. to worry about. Um, Doc, I wanted to just remind folks that the new book is called The Fifth Horseman and the New Mad, How Massive Attacks of Disruption became the looming essential danger for a divided nation and the world at large. It's uh, available, I'm assuming, on uh, on Amazon, correct? Everything. Well, you're also available on Twitter at Harlan K. Ullman. Uh, Doc, I appreciate you taking the time to join us this evening. Uh, it's been fascinating conversation. Carry on the fight, my friend. John, thank you very much. And next time, play Anchors Away. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we will. We will. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. We'll be taking your calls at 845. Coming up after the break, our own Sedgwick County Clerk Kelly Arnold will be with us to talk about the Kansas GOP Men's Leadership Series and how you can apply for consideration in the 2022 class. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.